Today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report is brought to you by Floor. We're building a better world. Welcome to the Gone Fission Nuclear Report, your one-stop source for all the latest news from the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program. Now, here's your host, Michael Butler. Hello, and welcome to the Gone Fission Nuclear Report. Today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. We're covering all the news from the Department of Energy's Environmental Management Program across the country. We thank our friends at Floor for being presenting sponsor for today's episode. Officials took another step forward in preserving the history of the K-25 site in Oak Ridge this month. They broke ground for a new viewing platform that will overlook the former gaseous diffusion plant's massive footprint. Demolition of the historic gaseous diffusion plant was completed 10 years ago in 2013. At the time of its construction in 1944, K-25 was the largest structure in the world, covering some 44 acres. Its mission was to help end a global war by producing uranium for the world's first nuclear weapon. Despite the building's massive size and important mission, it was kept secret. The public would not learn about K-25 until the end of World War II. Now called the East Tennessee Technology Park, the transformed K-25 site already has numerous private businesses on site, along with large conservation areas and a national park. The K-25 footprint is within the Manhattan Project National Historic Park, a unit of the National Park Service that contains sites in Oak Ridge, Los Alamos, New Mexico, and Hanford in Washington State. Now the Department of Energy and the Army Corps of Engineers are working together to construct the K-25 viewing platform adjacent to the K-25 History Center. The platform will provide visitors with a bird's eye view of the historic building's footprint. Construction of the viewing platform and accompanying exhibits are the final components of a 2012 multi-party agreement which spelled out how the history of the former gaseous diffusion plant would be commemorated. That agreement resulted in construction of the K-25 History Center, which opened in 2020, an award of a grant to preserve the historic Alexander Inn, which served as a guest house for Oak Ridge visitors during World War II. While the K-25 History Center focuses on the men and women who built and operated the Oak Ridge Gaseous Diffusion Plant, The viewing platform and exhibits will help visitors understand the scope and magnitude of the site while they learn about the personal stories of the workforce. Here's some further insight recorded by the late Bill Wilcox, longtime Oak Ridger and former city historian. Uh, To to say that uh, the, uh, the United States probably could not have won the Cold War without K-25's contribution. Uh, because the thing that uh, did it was the uh, superiority of our nuclear defense. 
We also provided the fuel for the first uh, submarine, the Nautilus, the first uh, power reactor shipping port. Um, our engineers figured out a way to uh, purify flu and uh, polio vaccines here at K25 uh, that you and I are benefiting from today. The pharmaceutical industry took it over right after we developed the liquid centrifuge. And uh, it's been a benefit. K25 has just got a long, rich history. We'll be back with more right after this from Fleur. As noted, DOE and the Corps of Engineers broke ground for the K-25 viewing platform this month. Major Todd Mainwaring of the Army Corps of Engineers Nashville District spoke to DOE EnergyCast host Summer Dash about the importance of the occasion and the value of the platform. This is sort of the, the cherry on top. Like the museum itself, probably standalone, is enough to really understand it. But then when, if, when you walk outside and stand on that viewing platform and see uh, just this, this impressive work uh, that was done here, I think the pictures honestly don't do it justice. And I imagine standing on that, that viewing pl platform out there and seeing, as I mentioned earlier, this ghost of a facility where so much happened and so much important work was done. Um, I think it'll really just drive home just the importance of the mission here. And I think also the importance of what the community delivered. I think what I noticed out in town was there's all these themes of the you know, Atomic City and Oak Ridge. There's such a rich history here. And I, I'm sure folks have uh, you know, grandparents that worked on this. And so I think it's kind of neat to give them something to come and celebrate and, and see and, and remember what was done. So that's pretty cool. I think that's what we're, we're celebrating here with this partnership with DOE, with Geiger Brothers, with um, with the team here at Oak Ridge is that when we all kind of come together with a similar end in mind, uh, we can get incredible things done. So I always make sure I thank our partner. We talked about uh, Roan County and the city of Oak Ridge, uh, Department of Energy, Laura Wilkerson, and um, uh, I, I just think everyone's been great, really great hosting us, and we're really glad to kind of celebrate this partnership, so it's good. Trey Fitzpatrick of Geiger Brothers Construction, which is building the platform, also weighed in on his company's involvement in preserving K-25's history. And to, to be here to work on this site, to help provide the community a, 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 a building in the future that they can go out and look, and even visitors to the Oakland area, it's, it's profound. I'm almost at a loss of words. You know, I, I never thought that uh, I would be part of something like this ever. We'll be back with more after this from Fleur. The K-25 gaseous diffusion complex and the site on which it stood are important parts of American history, now permanently enshrined as part of the nation's 409th National Park. For more on DOE's efforts to preserve that history, here's this week's Spotlight interview with Jim Dunn, National Historic Preservation Manager for DOE cleanup contractor, UCOR. 
We're talking with uh, Jim Dunn. Uh, Jim is the National Historic Preservation Project Manager for UCOR in Oak Ridge and uh, has been a part of the uh, planning for the historic preservation for the K-25 uh, site for a number of years now. Uh, welcome, Jim. Glad to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Mike. It's great to be here. Well, thank you for uh, joining us. Uh, I'd like to start, if we can, with a little background. Uh, a little over 10 years ago, in 2012, there was a multi-party agreement uh, entered into uh, by DOE and some other parties, the Tennessee Office of Historic Preservation, the Federal Advisory Council on Historic Preservation, the City of Oak Ridge, and the East Tennessee Preservation Alliance. And the, uh, the purpose of that agreement, as I understand it, was to... Uh, uh, work on a plan, develop a plan to preserve the history of the K-25 site. I wonder if you could tell us uh, uh, about that agreement and how it sort of spelled out uh, what would be done to preserve the history. And more broadly, uh, why is it important that the history of K-25 be preserved? Sure. So first of all, the, the uh, MOA, before DOE could demolish the old Manhattan Project era buildings. These buildings have been sitting idle for, for many years. Uh, they were in poor shape. And because of the nature of the K-25 building, the historical significance of the building, DOE had to comply with the National Historic Preservation Act. And that act required DOE to enter into a consultation with um, many organizations. There was actually a total of 12 organizations that made up the consulting parties in that MOA. Uh, many meetings, um, a lot of negotiation that went on. Finally, in August of 2012, a memorandum of agreement was signed. And that's what launched the historic preservation efforts of the K-25 building and the K-25 site. The MOA included um, many stipulations, some were administrative, some were more technical in nature, but it included um, a total of 27 stipulations that had to be complied with. Major among those stipulations included the uh, a grant that was provided for preserving the Alexander Inn which was the original guest house that was built during the Manhattan Project, housed many guests that came to Oak Ridge uh, during World War II. It has been preserved as a uh, assisted living facility. Other uh, stipulations included uh, developing and launching a K-25 virtual museum that was launched in 2015. Um, the design and construction of a history center. The history center was constructed and opened to the public in 2020. Um, also the construction of the viewing platform. Uh, we're now in the midst of, of uh, starting that construction project. And then the design and um, installation of 12 wayside exhibits. If you've been in Oak Ridge, you've seen uh, National Park Service type plaques that have been installed around the town to tell the history of uh, the Manhattan Project in Oak Ridge. These waysides will be 
uh, installed at the K-25 site to tell the history of the K-25 building and what, what happened there. So you ask about the K-25 site and its historical significance. Uh, K-25 was uh, part of the Manhattan Project. Uh, construction at the site began in, in um, 1943. I think the land was acquired in late 42. Construction activities began in 43. The building was, K-25 building was constructed to house the gaseous diffusion process. Gaseous diffusion was one of the processes that was used for enriching uranium. Uh, this, the enriched uranium would be used uh, to fuel atomic weapons. The enriched uranium from the K-25 building was then sent to Y-12, where it was further enriched by the electromagnetic separation process. And the final product went into the uh, the first atomic bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan, the, the little boy bomb. At the time of its construction, K-25 was the largest building in the world. It was over a mile long. And uh, it was so large that uh, the operators and maintenance personnel that worked in the building had to ride where they rode bicycles to get around in the building from one place to the other. Gaseous diffusion was, was so, uh, so successful that it continued to be used uh, during the Cold War and even later years. During the Cold War, it continued to produce weapons-grade uranium and, and later produced uranium that went into the fuel for um, commercial nuclear reactors for producing electricity. In 1999, DOE uh, selected, designated the K-25 building as one of its signature historic facilities. And that really set the precedent for preserving the history of K-25 building, which eventually led to the establishment of the August 2012 MOA. Well, one of the things we're uh, focused on this week, uh, Jim, is the uh, groundbreaking that was held for the, uh, the new viewing platform. Um, let's talk about the viewing platform. Tell us about it and what a visitor can expect uh, when the platform's in place and finished. Uh, what can a visitor expect to see? And uh, talk a little bit about the groundbreaking event itself. Sure. So the viewing, the purpose of the viewing platform is to give visitors a, uh, I'll say, a bird's eye view of the K-25 building footprint. The K-25 building was demolished, but the footprint remains. That was one of the stipulations in the MOA was to, uh, to try to preserve the K-25 footprint, the slab that the building sat on. After uh, studies and evaluation, it was determined that, that most of the footprint could be preserved, and it has been preserved. Eventually, it'll be made available for the public uh, where they can access the footprint. But the viewing platform will allow visitors to go up onto a, a second st story floor where they can look out uh, through glass windows and look out over the K-25 footprint. 
There will be also exhibits inside the uh, viewing platform, a scale model of the K-25 building. There will be uh, view scopes where people can get a better view of the, the uh, building footprint. Uh, there will be two kiosks that will contain uh, touchscreen monitors where people can uh, look at um, photos of construction of the K-25 building from the uh, 1940s. Also, there will be two animated videos that will allow visitors to see what the building looked like, as well as fly over the K-25 site to see what the site looked like. When is the uh, when is the viewing platform expected to be completed and open to the public? So we're still waiting to receive a construction schedule. The uh, construction contract was just awarded recently, and the contractor has not submitted a schedule yet. But I'm I'm guessing it would be uh, the end of 2024, or maybe early into 2025. Okay. Uh, the Corps of Engineers is in, in charge of this project, as I understand it. Uh, why is the Corps uh, leading the project rather than Department of Energy or the National Park Service? Well, actually, the Department of Energy is still in charge of the project. The Department of Energy entered into an interagency agreement with the Corps of Engineers, and they brought the Corps of Engineers into the project asking them to manage the construction of the building. Ultimately, DOE is still in charge, but the Corps' responsibility will be to manage construction. The Corps has hired a construction contractor, Geiger Brothers. Um, Geiger Brothers is out of um, Jackson, Ohio. They have offices here in, in Oak Ridge and also Columbus, Ohio. But they will be construction constructing the uh, viewing platform. Okay, well, the, the platform will complement uh, the existing uh, K-25 History Center and uh, be part of a, a package of uh, exhibits and uh, things that people can see. Can tell us a little bit about the History Center and uh, what uh, visitors can see there. So the History Center gives a, a uh, I'd say, a, a broader scope and view of the history of K-25 and the K-25 site. It tells, tells the story of the people who actually lived here before World War II, who were, display, who's, uh, who were displaced by the uh, construction of the Manhattan Project facilities here. It also tells about the, the Manhattan Project itself and the various sites involved in the Manhattan Project. And then it goes into the uh, the Cold War period. But the primary focus is on the men and women who worked here at the K-25 site and the K-25 uh, building itself. Uh, the largest gallery in the History Center is dedicated to operations that took place in the K-25 building. There are over 300 artifacts that were collected and preserved from the K-25 site that are on display inside the History Center. And so you get a, get a much broader uh, view of the history of the site, what went on here. And again, the, the, um, 
the sacrifices made by the men and women who worked here. Oak Ridge has uh, been included in the uh, relatively new Manhattan Project National Park, along with uh, the Hanford site in Washington State and uh, Los Alamos and uh, New Mexico. Uh, what what does it mean for uh, a site like Oak Ridge to be part of a national park? Uh, uh, what role uh, do you think uh, uh, this plays in terms of uh, raising awareness uh, for the history of the site? You know, Mike, national parks are typically designated to natural areas with unparalleled natural beauty to uh, historic sites that um, that have unparalleled events that occurred there to designate the Manhattan Project as a national historical park um, really raises the uh, awareness and exhibits the importance of, of what happened as part as the, the role that the Manhattan Project played in the history of our nation. It, it helped to bring World War II to an end. It opened the nuclear age. It's, it spawned uh, new technology that we're benef benefiting from today. And so the fact that it's been made a national park really uh, emphasizes the important role of the Manhattan Project, not only during World War II, but, but even in our lives today. The um, K-25 site uh, has been renamed uh, East Tennessee Technology Park and Heritage Center. And uh, uh, a lot of focus now is being placed on attracting industry uh, to that site as land is turned over to the local community. And you've had a lot of success there. A number of industries are locating uh, in the park and uh, creating jobs for the region and uh, advancing uh, nuclear energy. Uh, what uh, what role do you think that uh, historic preservation and the history of the site itself plays in helping to attract industries uh, to, to the area there? So Mike, um, historic preservation efforts are important because they, they contribute to a more, I guess, um, meaningful and attractive area where people want to want to live, they want to play, want to work. At the site, we have the historic preservation resources that uh, are being developed. We have the, the land and the utilities that are available to uh, help support new industries to move in. There's also uh, green space that's being conserved. So there's recreational opportunities here. And so to me, the historic preservation efforts here contribute to that, to making this area, uh, again, a, an attractive place for people to live, to work and to play. Jim, uh, you've given us uh, good insights uh, into the history of K-25 and uh, uh, the work that's being done there to preserve the history of the site and uh, uh, really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Well, Mike, I appreciate your invitation to participate 
and uh, appreciate all that you do and, and the information you're getting out to the public. Thank you very much. Today's episode of the Gone Fission Nuclear Report is brought to you by Floor. We're building a better world.